giggling? Yeah. <laughs> What's he giggling about? I don't know, man. I'm just... <laughs> I'm like, uh, we always have like notes before we start the show. Yeah. And I'm already like thinking of like some shit, like some, uh, some tangents that we're going to we, go on. We may or may not go down. I think know? we will. Being called the rabbit hole, man, there's so many avenues for us to tell stories. Yeah. 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 Um, this song's called High in the Garden by, uh, Sorcha Richardson. Huh. I, again, I feel like I'm saying it wrong. I always come to these obscure ass band names. Sorcha. Sorcha? S O R C H A. Sorcha Richardson. Sorka? Sorcha Richardson, High in the Garden. It sounds like when you're like when you're looking for like free YouTube music. Yeah. This is like the type of <laughs> <laughs> these the are the names thing. that make like free. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. The copyright clear. Sorcha. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, like yeah. Flying to the Sky by Sorcha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so can you please provide us guys, I don't know if, if you're listening for the first time. Uh, Amar got a fat ticket recently. Fat. $250 Canadian. Who gets that for a parking ticket? Like, who who gives that for a parking ticket? Yeah, that's wild. Especially just after a pandemic. Like, who's got the balls to be like, all right, I'm going to screw this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was in a fire route. The f- who's going to, like, there is no fire. You know, honestly. Uh, no fire truck. <laughs> the thing is, with that fire route, or, or any fire route for that matter, some of them are just like, there's no way a fire truck would fit down here. Yeah. And two, why would they park here of all places? Because there's no fire hydrant anywhere. So yeah, why yeah. are you calling it a fire route? <laughs> No, no, it makes no sense. It makes zero sense. Especially the spot you parked. But uh, no, I mean, good thing and bad thing, but like, they're like, we're delayed on tickets or fighting tickets because COVID, whatever. But Which doesn't make any sense if you think about it. Because COVID, was anybody out driving? No. No. They weren't even ticketing. And, so, exactly. And for yeah, mo- the most part, they weren't ticketing anyone. So, so how are you going to try to claim like, oh, we're behind? I don't know. It makes no sense. Yeah. But like, <laughs> and it's like, a, I'd imagine it's a pretty work from home job to approve would or you, deny a ticket would you go to court to fight a ticket oh yeah i've been there i've been there once for speeding yeah and i always get so scared man do you get scared yeah i think the intimidation is there for sure yeah but, uh yeah I, I don't i don't know how people like i always pay people to fight it for me you know oh really yeah just go do that Oh, I did it myself. I go in there like, Dan Roto, and I go up there because I'm like, so, listen, oh, I man, think I've got- no way. There's two sides of me. I think there's a social anxiety side that I'm realizing is very alive and well. Yeah. And then there's like the business side where I can like host stuff, no problem. Well, the social anxiety part comes into my everyday life. Mm. And when I'm in front of a judge, I immediately go to Judy, like Judge Judy. <laughs> and I'm just so scared that she's going to be like, excuse me, shut up, not she's my She's going to rip you apart, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I get so scared. I'm like, listen, I was like speeding. And then I start going through like- there's always that one kid in high school that would be like, hey, man, if they spell your name wrong, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. going to be you that can take it. <laughs> and that's not true, apparently. It's not? No, because I went there and they spelled oh, my name, sketch. my last name wrong. Yeah, but you spelled my name wrong. I wanted to be like that. <laughs> and then they'd be like, well, he's up. It's like, no, they'd be like, okay, what is it? And they fix it on the spot. <laughs> so it's like, you're not really doing yourself a favor. cross it off. <laughs> yeah, they're like, thanks for the, thanks for the uh, correction, Dan. <laughs> Brutal. But I will say, there's no better feeling than when it's just like a, they, I don't. Do they have the hammer? Maybe not. Yeah, no, I don't think they have the. Jo, is it javel? A gavel. Gavel. Javel. A javel. <laughs> that sounds like a fun bouncy version. Yeah. A javel. Oh, javel. <laughs> <Ka-plink, ka-plink. laughs> no, they don't have it at like uh, community court. You know, like the yeah, small stuff. Unfortunately, it's crazy. When I lived in Dallas, Texas, my brother was driving really late at night, and he kind of did like a roll through a stop sign, which is already kind of like a bullshit ticket. Yeah, yeah. Like. Okay, don't don't. It's do like it. three a.m. There's no one there. Exactly. Yeah. Like like don't don't do it like in the, in the dead of day. Yeah. Dead of day. <laughs> dead of day. Middle of the day. I don't know. 
So he did, did that. that. And there was a cop. And like the cops in this city clearly had nothing to do. Yeah. Because where we lived in Texas, it was like clusters. Mm. A lot of cities work where it's a city and they build smoothly outwards. Out. Yeah. This one was like developers would buy chunks of farmland and then build a little city there. Oh. So you'd be in your city and you drive from like like this like farm area to another big city. It was very bizarre. Almost like villages. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like modern suburban villages. Exactly that. And so Interesting. the cops are oftentimes had very little to do because they didn't have public transit. So you couldn't get any of like people from downtown Dallas coming in or anything yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. So they would often give you these bullshit like altercations. I was biking once and a cop's like, excuse me, sir, are you okay? And I'm like, what the hell? Like apparently nobody biked in this town. Nobody jogged in this town either. Damn. And I was like, this is when I first moved down there. I think maybe because of the heat of Texas that they were like, ah, no one does that. But like. The amount of interactions I had with cops, oh. For, like, weird stuff. Like, not even, like, illegal stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, you're just biking. Yeah, just <laughs> biking. Like, maybe it was a nice gesture, but, like, yeah, sir, I'm fine. Does it look like I'm in a rush? Anyways, my brother gets a, uh, a ticket for mm. rolling through a stop sign. So he has to go to this thing called Teen Court. And okay, right away... already I, sounds like an MTV show. Yeah, like Nickelodeon, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> you're... Welcome back to Teen Court. Next up, we got Chris, who rolled through a stop sign. What's the jury going to decide? Slime! <laughs> Something like that, you know? Why is that so perfect? <laughs> so when I heard that, when I heard that he had to go to Teen Court, I just pictured this, like, bright orange padded courtroom. That, yeah, that pastels. Yeah, that you would get slimed <laughs> yeah. for, like, doing the crime. No, you have to do, like, community service, and you got to go to, like, some, like, course or something oh damn yeah but, what, but you know what's crazy the jury is is other offenders <laughs> so after after you offend a part of your sentence is you now have to be part of teen court jury that is the most a-hole thing you could do is <laughs> like, that, that's like a blueprint for a, a tv show 100 <laughs> like you got zach the guy who caught spray painting under a bridge yeah he's been there for you? eight weeks <laughs> on the show like brutal, never eliminated brutal man <laughs> Um, yeah, that's uh, if I was an offender, I'd be like, F everyone else, bro. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna make sure everyone goes to jail with me. Yeah, yeah, bring everybody <laughs> down, right? It's like, he's guilty. I swear to God, he's guilty. If I got caught for freaking rolling a stop sign, <laughs> I'd be pissed, man. Damn, teen court, Texas, teen court, Texas. But I'm telling you, there was no better feeling than like when I got off of my speeding ticket because mm. I think the cop didn't show. I love that. Just I love that. Good ass feeling. But speaking of good ass feelings, yes. Today's topic, we're covering, like, let's say you're having a bad day, guys, okay? You're just chilling, you're just driving, and you're just like, you know what? Today is just not my day. Mm. Or, you know, it was not my week. Mm. Or not my month. Or even my year. <laughs> kind of a loose... Yeah, that's probably for everyone right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's say you're having that. First off, it's totally fine because we all have those. Like, mm -hmm. everybody does. But today's podcast is going to be um, 10 mood boosters... That could happen immediately. Oh, that title's rough. Yeah. We'll work on it. <laughs> it's we'll like, work it's like, on the back end of, of the title. Yeah, just look at the title. But there the are mood boosters within this talk. I think, are you giving 10? I'm giving a few. Okay, you know? Amar's giving, giving a five, few. You give five. And in between each one. So the way it's going to work is Amar is going to give you things that you can do right now yes. that might help boost your mood. Now, these aren't like, like medication. It's like little life things. And what I'm going to do is give you little small things that happen in life that we all enjoy to think about and be like, yeah, you know what? That is good. And like, maybe this could happen to me. Yeah. So I'll set you up with the first one. Hit Whoa. us. Hit us with the first one. Uh, Cause it relates to yours. 
Notice small miracles. I do this actively at least once a week, probably. You seem like that tight, to be honest. You know? That's a good thing. Man, once a week, you just got to think about how they invented bread. You know? Those people. Or, you know, just like the small miracles that we all take for granted. You know? Really notice them and really take them in. Mm -hmm. Right? Things like, you know, how we have friggin' electricity. Oh, man. How about this one? Well, so yes, it's a miracle. This one's not necessarily a miracle. How has wind become a thing? Yeah, just wind. Wind, man. Yeah. Where did it start? I have no idea. Like, does it just start moving? It's yeah. a see-through breeze. Anyways. No, it's weird. Yeah, it's like the earth is spinning. You see, like, these weird things, right? They keep Sometimes you, up you need to really go in on them and be like, wow, bro, that is amazing. Like, how, like, a little, you know, I think floor... America just got like some Saharan dust storms from the Sahara that Desert. Sounds like a candle scent, bro. From Saharan the Sahara, de- <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah, or like, uh, or like a car color, you know? Yeah, yeah. What did <laughs> you get? Uh, Twenty twenty uh, Nissan Sierra dust. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, or Sahara dust. Uh, so just like notice the the, the miracles. Of how, uh, you know, of how you were a sperm once and you had to fight off 7 billion other sperms in this fight. No, that's <laughs> true, man. No, let's actually go there for a second. I'm telling you. Have you seen that Family Guy episode? Which one? One of the greatest Family Guy episodes ever. It's uh, it's Stewie as a sperm. And it was like kind of like Star Wars where every sperm was like a spaceship. Yes, they were like yes, fighting. yes, yes. That's yeah. <laughs> so good. But that's really how I think of it. If you actually think of it like that, okay? Crazy. Wild. Like... Let's just look at the science of sperms or yeah. like having a baby. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so like, yeah, there's a bunch that get like, that get infiltrated. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you were the one that won the race. 100%. Like people don't realize like, oh, I was just born. No, no, no. You beat out. Yeah. <laughs> thousands. I think thousands. No, 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 no. Millions. Millions? I'm going to say millions. Hold on. Let's Google. Actually. Easily, easily millions. First of all, just a day that you chose to be a sperm is a miracle on its own. You could have done any other day where you would have been wasted, you know? Oh my God, you're right. How much is it? A healthy adult male can release between 40 million to 1.2 billion sperm cells in one single ejaculation. And and So first of all, that's a ton, right? However, you're thinking of just one ejaculation (laughs) equals one pregnancy. That's not true. Right. There's, (laughs) There's so many... You could have been pre-cum, bro. You could have been. You could have been yesterday's masturbation. Oh my god! Yeah, you know oh what I mean? God. Like you could have this like died. You could have been one of so many things. But the it's fact wild. is, you won the race. You got you to the egg, the, baby. You were the fastest swimmer. You got to the trophy first. Yeah. There's already a scientific miracle of you even being on this planet. Yes. That's a great one to start with, man. Unless you're twins, then you know you guys are tied. Is that how it works? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. So no. there's like two types of twins. Shut up! It's not a tie. Twins yeah, are not a tie. No, no. Yeah, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Some twins are made because the egg multiplies, right? Like there's like two eggs that get fertilized. And the other type of twin is like two sperms fertilize the same egg. Question them all in the second one. <laughs> yeah. Man, there's no way. Think about it because genetically, yeah. like, genetically, if twins are in your family, you're more likely to have twins, okay? That's just a fact. Yeah. So identical twins, they form from a single egg and sperm. Okay. So there's none like... That's, ah! ident- that's fair because that's identical. Right? Identical. So how about the non-identical ones? Biological? 
like fraternal or whatever? Um, I don't. Know. I feel like fraternal is like the frat bros. You know, they're Just they're two frat. sperms. No, no, but there's like you know, it's like, <laughs> hold on, we are we are live searching this up. You know, just a miracle. Okay, here, here. Um, it's one fertilized egg splits and develops into two babies. Mm. That's what it is. That's identical. That that's fraternal. Oh, that's that's identical. Come on, bro. To form fraternal, yeah, it's two eggs are fertilized by two sperms. See? No, 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 no. That's yeah, two so races. No, 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 no. That's two races. That's two races side by side. <laughs> Yo, you do that final last second swerve. You you're imagine? like, yeah. no, nah, I'm going for that egg. See, yeah, can you imagine you're making the left hand turn for the egg. And all of a sudden, there's two, and you're like, oh, great. Yeah. Me and, like, Doug in second are both going to be humans. <laughs> I love it. And, like, how, how much of a miracle that the egg just receives one sperm, and she's like, nah, I'm good. I don't know why egg is a shit If me. only people were like that. The dating world needs to be more like that. Yeah. Like, once you get the egg, it's just like, yeah, you know what? I'm happy with this one. Yeah. Not, not like I'm going to open myself up to 9,000. Also, it's up to the egg. This <laughs> is the metaphors. It's also up to the eggs to close off to the other ones. Of course. Imagine getting rejected as a sperm. Like, you won the race. You're like, nah, bro. Uh, I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't ready I for you. But you, though, <laughs> that's one handsome-ass sperm. Yeah, man. So you survived all that, and you survived Plan B and well, all okay, types no, of no. other birth control. <laughs> Plan B. <laughs> you could have got you could have freaking been, eradicated. <laughs> it wouldn't have been even in there. Um, interesting one to start with. Okay, now I'm going to get you guys with three. So yeah. you, one big one, then three micro ones. Guys. Think about this. Getting mail that isn't a bill. Mm. Going to your mailbox. Reaching inside. Grabbing the letter. What kind of monsters do you have? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you got a letter, Dad. (laughs) No, and then you look at it and... Slicks your finger. Boom. It's a postcard. Okay, or it's... Like, no one ever gets that anymore. Mm. But, like, a letter that isn't a bill from your bank, from your cell phone, from uh, your electricity bill. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Here's another one. I just thought of this. Hold on. Uh, on that one. Yeah. You could also just send. That is a great thing you could do. Just send a postcard, bro. Just go. Yeah, but it's not as satisfying as getting one. Or like No, 100% food. is. No, it's not. Come on. Man. No, don't do this. No, no, no. You're, you're, I, I you're doing do this Hallmark <laughs> thing. Like, no, just giving is just as good as receiving. No, it's not. <laughs> well... <laughs> it's not <laughs> man uh you're t- so bro, you, you read a postcard unless you're seeing the reaction and let's say they never say anything like you got a postcard right and I you feel happy yeah right yeah that person on the other side and do it for the most selfish reasons bro do it for the most selfish reasons that person on the other side was probably writing that like yeah i'm hot shit Friggin' writing a postcard for someone, a friend of mine. You know, they feel that's, good. That's what he said back in the 1920s. <laughs> yeah. I'm hot ah, shit. you see, I'm hot shit. You see, I'm writing a postcard. See? No, man, it feels good to write a postcard and send it home. When was the last time you wrote a postcard? Don't I have that. But it probably feels good. Okay. I can tell you right now, I wrote postcards back in the day. It feels kind of good. Yeah, it kind of feels good. It kind of feels good once you get the job done. Yeah. But then it's like, compare that to actually opening up your mailbox and getting one. No. Get out. That's fair. Okay. Number two. I just thought about this one the other day because it happened to me. Mm. You're in the car singing along to a song and you absolutely nail a note, but like it wavers. Like it's Oof. like, you know, like a, like a vibretto or whatever it's called. Oof. I love those. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you hit and it And I walk down the street. You know, and it's just like <laughs> yeah. it nails it. And there's like that, that weird ear thing where it's like. Wah, wah. Yeah. And because you're matching up the song so well, there's like a weird like wave. Yeah. Of like, of like note resemblance yeah, in yeah, your yeah. head. Ugh. 
Right, amazing. So my friend Andron, shout outs Andron, he hit a note two, three years ago and he still posts about it like <laughs> at least once every six months, once every 12 months about how he hit oh, this note shoot. and it was so perfectly hit and he had it on camera, you know? Oh, that's even better. Like he didn't expect, you know, those like shitty videos you yeah. don't expect are going to be anything. Funny then, story. My, uh, I dated a girl once very briefly and we were in my room and it was just like hanging out in my room and I... I jokingly like sang a One Direction song, but I, I killed the note like so well. Damn. And she'd never heard me sing before. And she stopped what she was doing. I think she was like an, on an iPad. She goes, Dan, oh my God, you could sing. Sing it again. I was like, I knew deep down. I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't ruin this. Don't ruin this. <laughs> like you went in with a hundred percent. And I was like, no, no, no. For like the next like four or five months, she told all her friends that Dan could sing so well because of that one damn note. Yeah, and yeah. I remember I couldn't sing around her anymore because I'm Literally like- Literally quit while you're on top. <laughs> exactly. Like die a legend. And that's damn. what happened. <laughs> anyway yeah it's like a disney show you know dan you could sing <laughs> yeah. like you just discover wow. yourself i just like hit my toe or something and the magic comes from that um here's one that you may or may not relate to mm -hmm. the smell of rain on pavement i like rain i like rain too it's very sound though. it's very under rainted <laughs> am i yeah can i get a <laughs> No, but seriously, it's uh, the shitty pun, the delay of the yeah, yeah, the whole <laughs> thing just flopped. But those, <laughs> those are my three. Um, I don't know about the sound of rain. It's the sound of rain, the smell of rain. No, like on pavement. Yeah, mm, after a hot summer day, give me no. some of that. <laughs> Yikes, that is the worst smell. Um, I know this one you could definitely get behind. Listen to your favorite song, right? It yeah. says favorite song, but sometimes I think like when you're like sad, I friggin' love putting on some like real sad, like some real depressing Adele. You, know? you got to be careful with that though, because that could only flourish your dramaticness, your dramatizations <laughs> yeah, in your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you get in a fight, you put on Adele, that fight just got so much more heartfelt and crying and yeah. you just don't understand me, <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, if I fight with a, a girlfriend or something, I'm putting on DMX. <laughs> Is that, <laughs> that the gets you hyped? Make me lose yeah. My yeah, but here's the, here's the thing though. We we have on this podcast talked about um, dealing with breakups, and yeah. one of the things is to not listen to dramatic music because the second that you put on, remember we we did the, the little skit with um, well, where did I go wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fray, the fray. We put that, and it's like that just makes <laughs> you way more emotional and yeah. embellishes the situation. So. If you're having a hard time, I suggest if you're going to listen to music, listen to happy stuff. I've talked about this on my YouTube before. Sooner or later, unreal song. Oh, all right. Like, I, how can you how can you be sad listening to this? Whenever I'm having a bad day, man, I pop this sucker on. Yeah, you're just in your car having a bad day? Oh, uh, no, you're not. It's no fine. More. It's fine. You know, you just, I deserve better. See? Smile through the tears, baby. Sooner or later. See, that's, that's my... But the lyrics. Sooner or later, love is going to get you. Listen, you don't listen to the lyrics, okay? Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> You're like punching the steering wheel right now. It's just, you have a, a song like that. I would suggest staying away from like sad music because it's only going to intensify. It's like putting gas on the fire, man. You're right. You're right. But sometimes listening to sad music is actually like really, I think, really, really helpful. I'm not saying you should put it on when you're sad, but, you know, sometimes you just need to be... Anyways, but yeah, l l listen to happy songs. That's all good. Happy songs. You know, just listen to your favorite song. 
Do you, oh. have a, you have a go-to song? I guess sooner or later. Sooner or later. The grassroots. Yeah. 100%. Um, okay, three more. Three uh, more. Hold on. I, I have the opposite of something you could do of, of listening to music. Um, Sing? Go somewhere quiet. I don't know if you uh, guys have like a like a fa- like a fan above your stove, right? You turn it on, and then like White twenty noise. minutes later, you turn it off. Have you, have you yes. ever turned and off your a, house? Is like oddly silent, super silent, <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah. such a like a, a weight off all <laughs> your body. So you know, in my go house, somewhere quiet. You'll notice this thing that looks like a giant PS Five. Yes, that's an air purifier. Kind of wow, that looks just like a PS Five. Yeah, so I keep that on at all times, and at nighttime sometimes I'll blast it because it's just like. And white noise to me is so relaxing. Oh, it's calming for you. Even 100%. When I put the microwave fan on, that's why I can relate to this. Sometimes I leave it on all day accidentally. Mm. It's just going. And then when I shut it off, I'm like, ooh, God, I can oh, hear like my toes breathing. See, we're opposite on that. Like, I'm down with white noise, but once I turn it off, wow. Just like. It's, you know what it is? It's like a massage for your eardrums. Yeah. You have these white noise that are just massaging your eardrums. When you turn it off, all your eardrums just like. Ugh. Yeah, just relax. Just you know? mellowed out, you know? Um. There are a few good ones that... Um, okay, I'm just going to say a few of mine, okay? Yeah. Uh, seeing a puppy outside. Mm. Sometimes I'll walk Charlie, and I'll be in my head or whatever, because I do a lot of my thinking when I'm walking mm. him, and I'll see a puppy, and it's like instantly. I can't. I cannot walk by a puppy without saying, can I pet your dog, please? <laughs> I swear to God, I'm like a 13-year-old like girl, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love puppies. I love dogs, but puppies, oh my God, they're fluffy baby fur. Oh. They're just bouncing around with their big ass paws and their like silly tail. You see, I, I don't know. I, I would love to get to that level. I just, I'm just not there yet. I don't, I don't. Listen, there's a few things in life that I don't know if I'll ever understand. Yeah. One of them is a dislike of dogs. <laughs> unless, okay, unless yeah. you've been attacked and it's like a bigger dog, I could see that. Yeah. But like a sweet puppy. No, I I don't dislike that, the homies. You know, I just like, I don't see one. I'm like, yes, I want to pet you. Are you uh, kidding? You are the fluffiest thing. Wow, dogs. That's you know? 100% me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you don't, like, I. that's one thing. And another thing is like, I don't know how people are mean to dogs. Yeah, the meanness, <laughs> I don't understand. But like, like, just being cruel to animals in general. Like, these guys are just trying to dodge you and all of your drama. And, and sometimes your shit comes in and you want to be mean to them. Why? They're not the ones that cause you that. Oh, yeah. Especially pet owners being I mean hate to that. their... Oh. There's a guy in my freaking building that like yells at his dog. I want to knock this guy out every time I see him. He's such an asshole too. Like, he's just a very rude guy. Damn. <clears throat> and he walks around. He's got these dogs and it's like he, he like, yanks them. He like, yells at them at the top of his lungs. And I'm like, this poor dog has been... His life is meant to be fun. Yeah. Playing with toys. Like, my whole goal when I got Charlie is like, have fun. When I wake up every day, I'm like, Charlie, we're going to have the best day yeah, ever. Because yeah, yeah. it's fun to make that fun for them. But some people wake up and they're just like, hey, asshole, go eat your food. It's like, why would you treat someone like that? But that, it's like, so odd how, like, how dogs just mirror that. You know, if you're like, if you're going berserk, likely chance that your dog is always going berserk as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I see that in Charlie where he, like, he's always like, like super happy and like super down to like do things, you know, yeah. and he's like always going around and I feel Go like on. that's your personality as well. I make that a thing for him. I yeah. honestly got me that thing for him. Like when I wake <laughs> up, I'll see him like, Charlie, yeah, yeah, yeah. my little baby, <laughs> how was your snooze? You know, like everything's very elevated excitement levels, yeah. which is why, yeah, he's four years old and every time you come through the door, you see that, that screaming reaction he yeah. has, right? It's because. Quick question. 
Yeah. What do you think dogs say to other dogs when they see them on walks? What happens when they are both barking at each other? Just like, I've seen some good skits. Of yeah, I'm like, I'm outside. <laughs> I'm outside too. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you think, first of all, do you think they can communicate like that? Like they, there's like a universal dog this language? This is the thing, man. Or is I've, it just barks? I've heard Charlie's bark in a few different variants. Like, mm. oh, and like a roof, right? They definitely mean different things. Yeah. Because I know if I ask Charlie a question, he can sometimes respond with just a bark. And what I know that means is like, yes. Mm. Like, okay, let's go. Or I'll hurry up in some form or fashion. Dogs barking at other dogs. I don't know if it's like a, what up, bro? Haven't seen you since <laughs> yeah, last yeah. week. How are the kids? You know, <laughs> it how, might be. Who knows? That, like, there's such I a, pay every dollar to, to, to find out what they talk about. What they talk about? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, if someone can, uh, didn't, I guess Jane Goodall do that for monkeys. Yeah, but monkeys but, are different, man. Monkeys are like our brains. They're yeah, smart yeah. as hell. So it does say on Google, it says dogs communicate in many ways, including body language. Of course, scent, and of course, barks, whines, and growls. But barks are likely the first thing you think of when you consider a dog communicating. Yeah. The lower, yeah, the, bark, the, the, lower the bark, the more serious the dog. Oh. That's so cute. Notice Charlie's bark when you get here? Yeah. It's like a yelp scream. It's, it's like, a happy <laughs> excitement. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, speaking of hanging out with dogs, snuggle and cuddle, right? Basically, cuddle with others and snuggle with soft things there's you know there's research that shows uh humans you know we love snuggling to something soft makes us feel better and obviously cuddling uh i'm a big proponent for cuddling you big cuddler i, I think i'm like a fuck boy for cuddling <laughs> you know really is that a thing no i don't think so because <laughs> i'm like hey, you, you want to cuddle you can't be I'm a like, fuck boy for, cuddle. for cuddling if you're not actually like banging you yeah, know yeah, yeah. That's just wow, cuddle boy sounds <laughs> cuddle boy. <laughs> that sounds so more so much more simp. Yeah, that sounds yeah, it does sound like simp. It's like, hey, I'm just the cuddle boy. Like just a cuddle boy. It sounds like a bumper sticker. Yeah, you know, go cuddle with someone. And if you got no one, go buy a soft blanket from Costco and <laughs> shout us to Costco. Yeah, a soft blanket would be nice. A nice good movie, you know, something like that. Yeah, you know. By yourself, tuck yourself in. It's great. Mm. Nothing's better than being tucked in, though. Like, as a kid, remember that? Being tucked in, like, you couldn't even move. Like, they tuck it, like, on your feet and stuff. It's like you've been vacuum-sealed in your bed. Man, going to hotels, it's always, like, I don't know how, why they make yeah. it that tight. I have no idea. 100%. Trying to get in there, I'm just like, Jesus. Yeah. And sometimes I'll be frustrated. I'll be sleeping in this, like, it's like saran wrap. And I'll try to, like, win over the sheets by, like, kicking my leg really strong. And they, Yeah, yeah. And like, they what? just give you back the energy you said. Yeah. yeah. It's like a slingshot. I'm like, what did you guys use? Like, rubber cement? Jeez. Man, like those people like do that. Like they're like, yeah, I'm going to get this motherfucker. Okay. Here's a good thing that, that affects me. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, I, and this might be a bit of a stretch and maybe people can relate. Maybe they can't. Um, okay. Going on like a walk, but not feeling rushed or like you have to be somewhere or do something mm. or, or being at someone's house in their backyard, having a beer or whatever, and not feeling like you have to be somewhere at a certain time. Mm. It's a very rare, very rare occurrence for me because I, <clears throat> I obviously work for myself. And there's always something I can be doing, whether I have to pay this bill or I have to film this, record that, set up, uh, scan these photos, make this art piece. There's like 90 things on my list before mm. I get to that feeling. But sometimes that feeling gets prioritized for some odd reason. Mostly, most likely it'll be like Friday. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I'll be there and I'll be like, hmm, what a nice moment where I don't feel like I need to be anywhere else right now. Wow. Not because of a person or anything. 
But like there'll be some days I'll walk Charlie at like, I don't know, like 7 p.m. And it's like people have already, like, the traffic's starting to like die down. No one's, it's dinner, so no one's really walking. And I'm like, this is so peaceful. Like nobody's around. I don't have to like yeah. worry about saying hi or anything. It's, it's perfect temperature. I don't know. Yeah, those moments are gold. And it's, do you have a cottage? No. I wish I had a cottage. But I was just really? at the cottage. Some, and that's, yeah, you were, eh? That's something, man, like, I feel like that happens at cottages, but maybe it just happens because you just literally, like you said it, you, like, you prioritize that time for not do anything time. If you can do that, and people I think are masters at that are people that have nine to five jobs because it's an easy shut off, right? Like, you work from nine to five, yeah, and then you shut off at five, yeah. and you start again tomorrow at nine. So it's, it's easier for them to achieve this. I see so many people going to a cottage, big cottage weekend. And they just lay on a dock for like 90 hours. And I'm like, it's amazing to you. <laughs> that's hell for me. Really? Yeah. Unless, Bro, unless I can achieve that feeling, I can't stand it. I, I know. But when you're on the, like, when you're going to the cottage, you kind of, before you go into the cottage, you kind of clear your schedule of saying like, I'm not working from here to there. Good luck, man. Dude, social media for a living. You're combating a, a, a thought in your head of you'll become irrelevant. Yeah. You'll become irrelevant. Someone else is going to do it first. You better yeah. beat them to it. You better do it better. It's, it's, it's true. Nine to five is the hack. It's for a that. toxic thinking. Of course. Yeah. Being an entrepreneur, like if you are going to go to a cottage and lie on a dock for three days, yeah. you have to be totally okay with not potentially pulling in money, new money. Yeah. Like your old stuff will still be generating, but... But like just lying there, it's it's a very stressful thing for me. But you got to prioritize that feeling over the money, right? Like let, let's say um, I'm going to go camping with the guys. You know, a couple of them are like salesmen and they're going to miss Saturday, which is like the biggest yes. day of the week to sell, yeah. right? They're going to miss Saturday. So yeah, it might only cost us $200 to go camping. Right. But they're going to also probably lose out on, let's say, 500 Mission. to a grand, right? right? So that's probably stressful but like that priority of saying no this matters like this time off matters i think pays off in the long run of course because i think they all sort of feed another emotion yeah i've noticed that like i was trying to do three videos a week at one point on youtube and i think back to that i'm like holy shit three videos a week man now i'm doing one larger one yeah. and it's freeing my mind in so many different ways because now i could spend an entire week developing an idea to its max potential yeah. versus three days. Oh God, I got to think of something else. Oh God. Like the fact that I did that for four years blows my wow. friggin' mind. And that's why I'm so proud of where I'm at is because it's just not an attainable thing at this point in my life. Yeah. Like you have to, yeah, some things to get from point A to point B, it's not necessarily a straight path. Sometimes mm. you have to go to like Z and you're just like, why am I going all the way over here? Well, because it actually might be like a downhill to be at that point, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's really weird how some things work that way. Yeah. There's no clear path ever. No, unless it's like a clear path, you know, like, I don't know if there is like, even like a, like the most simple, like nine to five thing is, I mean, guys, we say nine to five is simple, but it's not obviously not simple, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just, uh, there's no clear paths anymore. I feel like, and, and there wasn't before, but. Anyway. Uh, how do we get here? Chew on no, that. Okay. Next one. Um, finding a new song you love. I know for me, my Discover Weekly on Spotify. Oh, buddy. Like Spotify's nothing, like your girlfriend right now. 100%. Yeah. Spotify is my girlfriend. <laughs> the things I do with Spotify, unreal. <laughs> you wouldn't even believe it. No, but seriously, I put it on. I'm just like, oh my God, babe. 
How do you know me so well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan, we know you love this song. <laughs> like, the Discover Weekly is unreal. Algorithms, every, baby. Every my, my algorithm is amazing. When someone comes to my phone, they're like, let me play a song. I'm like, don't you touch my phone, I swear <laughs> to God. Because... DMX. Yeah. All my <laughs> algorithm just goes, all right, you like DMX. Here we go. <laughs> Yo, we heard you like DMX. So yeah. <laughs> Here's 90,000 songs you discover weekly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I um, Finding a new song, you're just like, damn. <clears throat> like the one that we played today at the start of this, yeah. High in the Garden. Love it. You also played like Miley Cyrus before that. That, that was an accident. Like chilling. That was an accident. Midnight, Midnight Sun or something like that. It sounded pretty good. It was good, man. I didn't yeah. even know it was her until... I was testing out the uh, the Bluetooth on this Roadcaster, and I hit like a random song on Spotify's I think homepage, mm. and that came on. And I looked down, I'm like, "This is Miley Cyrus." Damn, that's a pretty good song. Yeah, um, hit us with two more. Kind of similar to the last one, uh, to the first one. Count your blessings. Ah, eh, it's too similar. Too similar. Too similar. I know, but no. And this one is count your blessings. Like you're actually like talking about your blessings. You know, like. Yeah, but man, it's too similar to the like first really one. really write it down, you know? But like, I'm someone that, I'll speak for the people that can't do that, okay? Yeah. You wake up, and it's like, sometimes it's difficult to look at your surroundings and be like, I'm so thankful for this or this, because they get diluted by being around them so often. You get normalized. It gets, mm-hmm. yeah, it gets normalized, you know? Like, okay, this condo I have. Yeah. When I first, I remember when I first put an offer for rent four and a half years ago, I remember lying in bed at my parents' house thinking, I need that place. I would love it so much. I'll, it'll never get old to me, and I love it. And it, I, I wouldn't say it's ever gotten old to me. Yeah. I still I love this place. Um, but then now that I'm here now, I wake up every day. I have now painted Oh My Darling on the wall. Like, there's there's certain things that kind of start to, like, slip where you're like, it's not, the, not what it used to be. It's true. But would you agree that, you know, practice usually makes things a little easier to get and like by you're saying like it gets a little more difficult to count your blessings for these things once they become dull and not so shiny right so i think by counting your blessings and doing it more often you actually become better at realizing and counting your blessings so even like the dull stuff right you know even like uh you know uh as my friend colin says like even like counting your blessings for the friggin' shit that you had today in the morning, you know? And how much relief you get when you take a shit. <laughs> this music and <laughs> what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> I'm like trying to find inspiration in you taking no. a shit. Like, I don't get it, man. No, like, you know, like, like it, it doesn't have to be like... I know what you're I'm trying just, to say. I'm grateful for my mom and this and that. Like, it doesn't have to be like the no. biggest things. It could just also be like small little things. Well, that's the whole like, idea of this podcast is like the small things in life, right? Yeah. So it doesn't have to be bigger things, but I will say trying to be thankful for everything in your surroundings can be difficult sometimes, uh, especially if you've felt like you've earned it. Well, if you've earned it, then it's kind of hard for you to feel grateful. Well, oh, no, I mean... In a well, yeah, way, you should be grateful for what you've done to listen, earn it. Yes, so I, I, yes. I'm going to word this in a way. Okay, so like, yes, you're grateful. Yeah. But if you've earned it, you've worked your ass off, it's very easy to get a lens in your head that's like, no, I deserve this. So so yeah. when you look at it now, you're like, no, I, I could see why I got this because I worked hard for this. Gratefulness can sometimes fall into like, oh, I, I, I got lucky in a certain way. Yeah, yeah, no luck. I, I, there's no way to push luck, you know, like grateful that today I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to feel good, right? Like you're putting in all the work, right? Right. And you're going to feel good. And, and you should be like 
grateful and happy for that. And I'm not saying count your blessings for everything, but just pick three, five things a day. Yeah, I mean, if it works, it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it works for sure. All right, my last one. Mm. And this one is going to, it falls um, into a place, a weird spot with me. Uh, your favorite drink. Mm. Okay, so mine is chocolate milk. Now, yeah, I want to share a story with this. Okay, so I went, I went to breakfast uh, last weekend with my buddies. And we're ordering, it was like Sunday morning. I ordered my breakfast and I ordered a chocolate milk with it. Mm. And I remember Gosh. my friends all sort of like looked at me. One of them laughed and was like, hey, do you want like sugar on your eggs? Like <laughs> yeah, as if it's like yeah, a kid's yeah. drink. And I, and I get it. But there, there is like a, a slight insecurity that developed there. Mm. Because I'm like, am I too much of a little kid? Because I like chocolate milk. And then for me, like in my brain, it spirals. Like this is why like this happens and this is why this happens all because of a friggin' chocolate milk order that someone laughed at. So I remember I was, um, sorry to laugh, but like I'm laughing at it because I relate to that. Well, so, so somebody recently told me they're like, yeah, but Dan, if you were, let's say hanging out with a girl. Okay. Yeah. And she orders chocolate milk. Would that turn you off? I'd say, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't judge her for that at all. Mm. So she's like, well, why is it different for you? And I'm like, it's not like chocolate milk. I love it. I don't have it often because I don't really buy chocolate milk at my house. Yeah, yeah. When I go to a restaurant for breakfast, I like that. I've got a huge sweet tooth. Chalk's my favorite thing. So I'm going to order it. So guys, if there's something you like, don't be apologetic based off of like ageism. Because like chocolate milk is a friggin' drink. Mm. You know, I like having baths. Mm. <laughs> okay? Just go in. I'm going in. <laughs> Just go in. So I had a bath yesterday. And I had a chocolate milk. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. But that'd be amazing. <laughs> So I went to my parents' house because they're now there. They've gone back to Dallas. It was kind of like a, a goodbye thing, and oh damn! Like my brothers were in the the my, the pool. My brother and his wife were in the pool, and they're like, "You can come in." And I'm like, "No, I had a bath." And they were laughing. They're like, "Who has a bath? You had a yeah, bath?" Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, man. Like sometimes I'll do work in the bath. Like I just like hot water. I don't, I don't have a hot tub. I don't yeah. have a hot tub in my amenities in my building. So the next nearest thing is warm water in a bath." But yet, they make it seem feminine. So I'm either a kid for ordering chocolate milk, yeah. or I'm a woman because I have a bath. You can't friggin' win. <laughs> so I've decided that I'm going to take these things that I love. You're going to be a grumpy old man. And I'm going to be, no, I'm going to unapologetically <laughs> say, I love chocolate milk. I'm going to order it. You think it's funny? No problem. But yeah. I'm the one that's going to have an amazing taste in my mouth. You think a bath is girly? What the hell is girly about water? We all need mm. water. What's girly about sitting in water? You like going to a beach? You like going to a pool? What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, come at me. It's I'm just gonna hot ass water. <laughs> God, man. Some people just piss me off with the the things society ties to things, and it's yeah. so unjust. Like, what is feminine? Like, I hate that they've made baths feminine. Yeah, it make, make me hot off. tubs masculine again. <laughs> make baths masculine again, yeah. man. Make chocolate milk for everybody. Yeah. I ordered one from McDonald's. Of course, it comes in this little baby bottle. <laughs> I saw that. And I'm like, guys, you're not helping my case here. <laughs> you know? Oh, chocolate milk. Yeah, you want your chocolate milk. Is it you? Sorry, sir. Did you say you need a happy meal with that? <laughs> I hate it. Like, what is it, man? I don't, I don't know. No, no, but I'm with you on, and I think you've definitely noticed it in me, and I've probably noticed it in you too, is like, uh, we hold on to some little things and we do it out of spite. Like, I feel like now you're almost going to order chocolate milk out of spite. I'm going to order like three gallons now. And just yeah, like, yeah. Suck my ass, put it all over Instagram. <laughs> you're going to get sponsored chocolate milk. I would yep. love that, man. Hey, man. There's I'm one. actually working with milk 
Oh yeah, yeah. Milk Canada is that a thing? It's Milk, milk. Up, the Dairy Farmers of Canada of Ontario. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing a TikTok with them. Oh, dope. So technically, I am sponsored by Milk. Help me. Sponsored post, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try to get some chocolate <laughs> milk out of this. Screw you guys. I like Lifetime it. Lifetime supply of chocolate milk. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, lastly, and again, I am coming at you guys. Don't with give the me fluff. a blessing. Don't give me the blessing one. No, third we're not. Time. We're not coming with the fluff. Oh, it's fluffy, but there's there's to it. Breathe. And I know that you, Dan, when you get that watch on your watch and it says, hey, man, take a breath, bro. And you do that breathing, it actually helps. Like doing like a breathing exercise for like 30 seconds. I could say, I mean, I've heard this time and time again. Oh it's kind of like meditating. I, I wouldn't say meditating is bad because I hear from everybody that meditating is good. So breathing, yeah. of course, I can see that. Just take 30 seconds. Big breath in with your nose. And out with your mouth. You know, there's a technique called box breathing. You guys should try this. Four mm. seconds in. So hold it for four seconds. One, two, three, four. Then exhale four seconds. One, two, three, four. Hold it for four seconds and then do it all again. It's box breathing. I did one just now. Feel good. Feel good. Look you look like you're about to fall asleep now. See yeah, that? I'm out. <laughs> Anyways, guys. There you have it. it. Let's hope that your day gets a little (laughs) bit better because of us. Yes. Uh, Thank you for listening to this podcast. Appreciate it. We invest time and we're happy you guys enjoy it. And good job on winning the race to the egg. Yeah, don't forget that. You're a champ through and through. Number one, baby. Smile. Smile until this podcast is done. I dare you. We love you. Later.